Welcome to episode 19 of the Infuse You podcast. My name is Teresa and I am your host. The goal of this podcast is to help women and young girls fill up their cups. Oftentimes we are so focused on helping and supporting others that we forget to take care of ourselves too. In today's episode, we will talk about fear and how we can find the courage during a time of fear. So let's get into it. I want to kick off today's episode first by sharing the basic definitions of fear and of courage. So fear is an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous or likely to cause pain or a threat. On the other hand, courage is the ability to do something that frightens one or the strength in the face of pain or grief. So it would make sense that if we have more courage than fear, we can drown out fear and overcome it, right? But why do so many of us continue to allow fear to overtake us? Author Jen Sincero makes a great point in her book, You Are a Badass. She said that we've made being in fear a habit. She goes on to share that our, as our mind is filled with all the bad news we see on TV, in the newspaper, violence in books and movies and even video games, all of this fills up to the brim. It fills our brains up with fear about our world. We are then advised to play life safe without taking any risk and tell everyone around us to follow suit. This creates a continuous cycle of fear. So let's dive in. I'm sure you guys can all relate to this. You've told your friend or your friends that you were going to take on a new adventure, such as traveling the world by yourself, skydiving, taking a ride in a hot air balloon or something similar, and they've immediately shared a strong position of why you shouldn't do these things because all of these bad things that could happen to you, right? Your friends have been conditioned to accept these things as being bad ideas because this is all he or she knows, right? And sometimes we're that friend that is telling our friend, no, you shouldn't do this because of X, Y, and Z can happen, right? But it's up to you to step out and take a leap of faith if you truly want to experience these adventures in life. We all will make mistakes of always saying, what if this? What if that? What if this happens? What if this does this? And as we speak those what ifs aloud, it's always the worst what ifs. We never speak what if everything goes right, right? We allow these what ifs to talk us out of trying new things and experiencing all the wonderful things that this world has to offer. So I'm going to share my story. Well, a couple of my stories because, you know, I'm 44 years old, so I have lots of life stories. But most recently in 2021, I had to make a tough decision to quit my job. The company that I was working for, they didn't have any compassion for the recent tragedies that I had experienced. And their only concern was, When was I coming back to work? So after attending several counseling sessions, I realized that returning to this job would only be a setback for me. I had come so far in processing and dealing with my grief and my anxiety and my overall mental health was in a great place. Now, most people in my position would immediately allow the fear of not having a job, not knowing how long it would take to find a new job and or how bills would get paid, drive them to return to this unhealthy environment. I did express these exact concerns with my counselor and with my husband. I created a list of pros and cons, and I prayed and asked God God to provide me with clarity. I revised my list of pros and cons, and the pros that stood out the most and what drove my decision to quit was my improved mental health, my improved spiritual health, and an improved relationship with myself. 
These things were much more valuable to me than having a job. As we all know, jobs are not guaranteed, and at any given moment, we can lose ours. After working for 10 years at a well-known financial institution as a high-performing employee, I was laid off. During the pandemic, my entire department was laid off except for me, so I could not allow the fear of not having a job overpower my decision because who's to say that had I gone back later, I may have been laid off as well. My decision to step out on faith allowed me to find a job within two months after resigning. It has been almost two years since I started my new job and the company I work for is great. I've had two amazing managers and my team is great. I'm doing what I love, which is helping and supporting others. And I have a voice and my opinions are valued. Also in 2021, I decided that I wanted to go on a hot air balloon ride for my birthday. I got so many fear-induced responses from friends and family members, but I chose to ignore them and I took a leap of faith and did it. In the days leading up to the ride, I prayed asking God for his protection and for his strength to face this because no doubt I had some fears. What if the balloon falls from the sky was one was my one and only fear because if that happened, that would mean either injury or death. And I wanted to return home to my husband and my children. And of course, the day of the ride, I prayed again for God's protection and for him to give our pilot the guidance and power to take us up safely and bring us down safely. Now, once we took off and we got so high in the sky, the beautiful sunrise and the view overlooking the great state of Arizona, that's what filled up my mind. And all those fears that I had, they all subsided. I focused on the moment and the peacefulness of it all. And this is what allowed me to face this fear and to check the hot air balloon ride off of my bucket list. We made it down safely and without injury. So having courage in a time of fear to do something that others would deem crazy, not the norm or something that they wouldn't do can truly benefit you and improve your life. So you have to make a decision. Are you going to listen to all those people that just like you have been conditioned to be in fear because of everything that's going on in the world? Or are you going to make a decision to step out on faith and do something that is truly set in your heart to do that would be valuable for you? Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Do you like to talk to people? Do you have something to share with the world? Well, if that is you, just like I was, I was so confused, didn't know where to start, what tools to use, what tools I needed, but I'm so excited to be partnering with Buzzsprouts. They helped me kickstart my podcast. They have all of the resources that you need, both in written form and also YouTube tutorials. And if you sign up for their paid plan, you will receive a $20 credit if you use the link in my profile bio, and you will also be helping to support the Infuse You podcast. In addition, we now offer premium content. You can subscribe for a low cost of $3 per month. With that premium content, you will receive access to all of our Free Your Mind Friday episodes. Those will be returning soon. And then also all of our live content. All of that is considered premium. So if you were joined us last week, you heard from Miss Donna Fisher, um, founder of CTY Fitness and co-creator of Commit Dance Fitness. We were live last Sunday on Easter Sunday. And in a couple of weeks, you will be hearing from Danielle Weeks, lead mental health counselor. We will be going live with her on April 30th. So if you want access to their live replays, if you're not able to join us while we're live, you will need to subscribe to the Infuse You Plus for the additional premium content. We appreciate all of the love and support that we have been getting around the world. In her book, You Are a Badass, Jen Sincero says, in order to turn the fear factor around, we have to learn to be comfortable versus afraid of the unknown. 
How do we do this? You may be asking. This is done through faith. It essentially comes down to you making a choice of how you want to go through this life. Choice A or choice one is your fear greater than your faith in the unknown and in yourself. Choice two or is your faith in the unknown and yourself greater than your fear? I will continue to choose choice two. My faith in God and in myself is greater than fear of the unknown. This isn't always an easy choice. So let's talk about how we can build up the courage to overcome fear. In July 2021, Maggie Wool shared an article in her well-being blog titled, Be Brave Even If You Aren't Yet, Nine Ways to Conquer Your Fears. So let's get into it. I'm going to read the nine ways and then we're going to break them down. So number one, acknowledge your fear. Number two, confront your fear. Number three, use positive self-talk. Number four, get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Number five, make brave being, make being brave a habit. Number six, practice mindfulness. Number seven, find a mentor. Number eight, embrace failure. And number nine, don't aim for perfection. You guys know my motto is progress, not perfection. All right, so we are gonna break down those nine tips about how you can become fearless, right? So number one, acknowledge fear. Self-explanatory. You have to acknowledge that something exists, that you are afraid of something. Never try to sweep your fear under the rug. It will give it more power. Instead, Maggie says you need to acknowledge and accept your fears. We all have them and there's no shame in it. Bravery is not about eliminating your fear, but moving forward despite of being afraid. Once you've acknowledged your fear, you want to confront it. Confronting your fear is all about understanding the underlying reasons why you're afraid in the first place. So an example that Maggie gives, if you're afraid to ask for a promotion or apply for a new role, ask yourself why. Are you afraid because you may not get it? Are you afraid of the rejection, the ridicule? You will soon realize that your fear is often your ego trying to protect itself from feeling diminished. In reality, these experiences can only make you stronger, not weaker. Now, I can share something about that. I was always afraid of applying for a new role or asking for a promotion simply for these reasons that Maggie has listed here, because I was afraid I wouldn't get it. People would look at me, you know, oh, she applied for that job and they didn't pick her. But once I started working in human resources, I learned that all of those experiences only make you stronger. Even if you interview for the job and you don't get it, that's more experience that you have interviewing, especially those behavioral type panel interviews. I used to be so afraid of doing those, but once I kept applying for jobs and doing those interviews, I started getting more comfortable with those interviews, with the process. So there's always a learning in everything. Even if you don't get the job, what did you learn from the experience, right? Number three, use positive self-talk. We all know that that self-talk, that's our inner voice, that's in our head, that reveals our beliefs and our thoughts. When you're afraid of it, it means that for a long time, you've created a negative stream of self-talk that may look like this. I would like to speak up more during meetings, but I'll probably just say the wrong thing. I'm not going to that networking event. What if I don't know anyone there? When you start believing these negative thoughts, you sabotage your growth. So try to replace them with positive self-talk. 
I am capable of speaking in front of my peers, even if it's not perfect. It's okay if I don't know anyone there. It's a chance to meet new people and learn, right? So consistently positive self-talk. Tell yourself, I got this. I can do this. Progress, not perfection, all right? Step four, get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Maggie shares that an American writer and self-improvement pioneer, Dale Carnegie, once said, do the thing you fear to do and keep on doing it. That is the quickest and surest way ever yet discovered to conquer fear. Again, do the thing you fear to do and keep doing it. So if you're afraid of being alone, for example, go see a movie by yourself. If you want to be braver, take a solo trip. The best way to become fearless is to put yourself in situations that intimidate you. Once you do them, despite being afraid, fear will lose its power over you. That's a great tip. Number five, make being brave a habit. Once you conquer your fear the first time, don't stop there. Strengthen your fearlessness like a muscle by overcoming your fears on a regular basis. In her book, Fear is Not an Option, author Monica Berg advises making a list of things that you would do if you weren't afraid. So make your own list. What would you do if you weren't afraid to do it? And then start doing those things. Make your list in order of the easiest ones and then the hardest ones and start with the easiest ones first. That's a great tip. I'm going to try that. So create that list. Number six, practice mindfulness. Mindfulness in all areas of your life, always staying grounded and being present in the moment. Mindfulness practices, breath work and meditation. Those can help relieve anxiety. You're always afraid of what might happen, not what actually is happening in the present moment. Okay, so just practice mindfulness, breathe through it, do some meditation, incorporate this into your daily activities. Tip number seven, find a mentor. Do you know anyone in your personal or professional life whose fearlessness and confidence you admire? If so, ask them if they would be your mentor. You've seen them overcome fear. You've seen them walk through rooms with confidence. How are they doing that? It's not easy. But some people have conquered this thing. They've conquered this fear. They're able to fearlessly walk in and own the room that they're walking into. How have they done this? So find a mentor. Number eight, embrace your failures. We're often afraid to do something because, of course, we're afraid to not do it right. We're afraid to fail. Instead of fearing failure, we need to make the most of it and turn it into a learning opportunity. So, how do we do that? We start by building resilience. Resilient people try not to be hard on themselves when they don't succeed and they have a growth mindset. When you have a growth mindset, you believe that you can learn through your failures and try again. So embrace your failure. When you attempt to do something new or try something new and you fail, what did you learn from that experience? And how can you use that learning to do better in the future? And number nine, one of my favorite tips don't aim for perfection. To overcome fear, try to approach anything you do with a beginner's mind. Next time you want to try something you fear, don't have any expectations of how it's going to go. Approach it with a sense of curiosity and don't worry about the income. The outcome, excuse me. Learning not to judge an outcome as good or bad will take the fear of failure out of the equation 
Instead of aiming for perfection, aim to learn and grow. Again, my motto is progress, not perfection. None of us are perfect. So when you go to try something new, just try it and see what happens. Don't worry about if I do it right, this is going to happen. If I do it wrong, this is going to happen. Just do it. And whatever the outcome is, learn from it so you can grow and do it better the next time. So those are the nine tips on how to overcome fear, how to be courageous, how to become fearless. Today, we talked about fear and how to find courage during a time of fear. Remember that in order for us to overcome our fears, we have to first acknowledge that they exist. Use the resources around you, your church or your faith community, your counselors, your family members, your mentors, your own positive self-talk. You've got this. Take it one moment at a time. Now, as we approach Mental Health Awareness Month, which is May 1st through the 31st, we will be chatting with lead substance abuse and mental health counselor, Danielle Weeks, about why mental health matters. So make sure that you save the date. This live broadcast takes place next Sunday, April 30th at 1 p.m. Arizona time, 4 p.m. Eastern time. Let's get into it. You have been listening to the Infuse You podcast. I hope that something was said today that will help you along your life journey. Continue to do you, be you, and infuse you. Be blessed.